welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. Welcome to Oscars week. It's the best time of the year, I think. At least one of the best times of the year. It's a good time. (laughs) A good time of the year. (laughs) It is. It's fun. I love having a thing to look forward to and be excited about. And the Oscars is one of those things. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun to have homework. Yeah. And I feel like this Oscars are funner than ever because there are so many that are streaming. Honestly, like I wanted to go to the theater this week and use my movie pass. And like none of them are even in theaters anymore. Like they are almost all on streaming. So we are very excited to talk about the ones that are streaming. But first we have tv news and there's a lot of it this week because we haven't didn't have an episode last week i was deathly ill and we had a lot going on so we have lots to cover and big ones because starting us off the saddest one of all succession will be ending with this current fourth season that's the real reason we couldn't have an episode we were too busy crying in mourning <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what this is embarrassing but at first i didn't connect that it was like this is we're on season four and it's the last one like in my head it was kind of like i was rejecting the news or something and i was like after this one the next one's gonna be the last it's like i couldn't remember that we had three right now and so it was kind of a delay but i was devastated just like the rest of the world Um, I totally don't blame you because I also felt a little bit fooled. Like, I just feel like the announcement of this current season, which they've already put out trailers for ending was a little bit confusing because like Jeremy Strong, like mentioned a slight nod to this current season being the ending season. But then it was like confirmed in another interview with Jeremy Strong or not Jeremy Strong, Jesse Armstrong. That's a little confusing. Hmm. Um, like almost. I never realized that it's like kind of has his name in it in his name. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Weird. Hmm. Um, so like it just kind of felt like the news was kind of uh, it felt like a drip campaign, you know, and then succession like did a new trailer that was like the final season and then it felt real. Um, but so I understand and it was, I don't think it was you. I think it was them. Thank you. So you shouldn't take any blame for feeling that way. Thank you. Um, I'm sad, but I feel okay about it. I want them to go out with a bang. I want it to go out while it's so good. I want it to be a perfect series of television. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like, with everything with like Jeremy Strong, it was starting to feel a little bit like I'm a little nervous, <laughs> like where this is headed. Like yeah. I don't want the cast to like all hate each other and then the show is bad because of it kind of thing or anything like that. So Totally, totally. And and it's like I don't want it to kind of yeah, like start eating itself almost. And watching the show, like since I'm we're both rewatching it, it is so intense that it's like it is almost the equivalent of watching like 30 other shows <laughs> all at once. Like, <laughs> so I, I totally get it. And I always do think that shows should end when they're at, like end on a high instead of drag it out too long and start to yeah. st- overstay your welcome. But it is still heartbreaking. Part of me does think, though, that like 
I think I would still love it even if it became a Grey's Anatomy situation. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> it's like the next generation of Waystar Royco, like the interns. <laughs> or like start we get a whole series dedicated to theme parks. They oh could do spinoffs for sure. Oh yeah, that would be so funny. Like what's the life of an ATN anchor or Yeah like the or like kendall's kids and like whatever other grandchildren roy grandchildren may come like whatever other will never the hmm. embryos of shiv and tom yeah potentially <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what's funny sorry i'm really spiraling this happens every time we talk about succession but like that's just another example of how good the writing is. And we say this all the time, but as I'm rewatching it, the like sh- saving um, a- embryos is like a big uh, plot line in the third season with Shiv and Tom. And like Tom is talking about that in like episode two or three of season one and how he's like, I don't just want her to save her, like save her eggs. I want embryos. And I'm like, see, that is even like, it comes back it all mm-hmm. comes back it's such a great show it's probably one of the most fun shows to rewatch because um i was actually just telling this to someone the other day like it's kind of meant to be watched on a loop to mm-hmm. really understand how finely tuned it is yes it's so good so many seeds planted so many things come back it's amazing so if you haven't started your rewatch yet get to it yeah you got time if you can watch, like, you know, four episodes in a chunk like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I have two items of news I can knock out about the Paramount Plus Mean Girls musical. First off, Busy Phillips, our girl, friend of the pod, we wish, wa- is going to be playing Regina George's mom, um, the iconic Amy Poehler character. And I'm so excited. Amazing. She's going to be freaking awesome. Um, Especially the the combo of her with um, what's her name? Renee Rapp. Renee Rapp. So Mm -hmm. iconic. It's going to be amazing. Um, And then I also saw that Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Amanda Seyfried and Lacey Chabert all agreed to return for the movie. Oh, but talks have stalled due to Paramount's disrespectful in quotes money offer to the actresses. (gasps) oh no so i hope they get that worked out because even rachel mcadams and amanda seyfried like that would be wild so please pay them more money they deserve it interesting what about Lindsay lohan well you know (laughs) she'll probably come back she (laughs) no matter what she's i don't think she could request as much as the ones who or especially amanda seyfried has just been winning awards recently Mm -hmm. and that's all i have to say about that (laughs) okay good to know i had no idea praying they figure that out um i feel like we're always talking about who is going to be on only murders in the building but they keep on adding people did we know about jesse williams I had this bookmarked to ask you if we knew this already. I don't think okay, I knew that. Okay, if we that. both had it bookmarked, I'm going to say no. Yeah. And then they also added our girl from Emily in Paris, uh, Ashley Park. 
it's just like are all of these people gonna have like are they just gonna be like showing up like amy schumer did or yeah. are they like i don't know i'm intrigued it's almost like getting too stacked i'm a little worried yeah i i think now that you say that i think you're probably right hopefully the cameos are fun at least because you're probably right HBO Max announced a series all about Pennywise the Clown from It. <laughs> and it's the funny part is that it's called Welcome to Dairy. And so everyone has been replying to any tweet about it with all Dairy Girls gifts. And yeah, like, is it is it quotes. that dairy? Well, da- the town in whatever state that is, Massachusetts, it's actually called Dairy in the books and in oh. the movies. So it's. It's very, it's unfortunately not going to be taking place in Derry, Ireland. It will be in that America. That is very confusing. But that town is always called Derry. And I really think that it is funny. I don't, I don't just don't know if that's common knowledge. And so if the title Welcome to Derry equals Stephen King to people because Dairy Girls is so popular now. It wasn't common knowledge to me. I think it's a bad title. They should have called it like. I don't know, Journey to Pennywise or something. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask me for a better option, but there's got to be one. They shouldn't. I don't think they should have leaned on dairy. I think that that name recognition is not as strong as they think. No, they at least needed Pennywise or it in the title title. I agree. Hmm. Interesting. Um, the great is going to be returning on May 12th on hulu for season three very excited about that can't wait and i love that picture they posted as like it's a really little sneak good. peek mm-hmm. <sighs> lots of sexual tension they're mm-hmm. great that was an unintentional pun um i saw that disney plus is doing uh miley cyrus backyard sessions like concert special and it was cute because Disney posted it and said, like, what did they say? Like, welcome home or something for her. Oh, I didn't see that. But that is cute. It was very cute. And I also felt like it's dropping March 10th. So literally this week. And I didn't feel like there was any buildup. It was kind of like a surprise. But it'll probably be awesome. Yeah, I've liked all of their concert stuff they've done before, a.k.a. folklore sessions mm-hmm. or long pond and also the olivia rodrigo and the beyonce like i've loved all of those so yeah that's true they're good at that i'm excited i bookmarked this because i thought it was funny when the way they mentioned it they said the most romantic documentary of all time maybe getting a full-fledged romance movie treatment um by it's called fire of love oh i think i <laughs> I bookmarked this thinking it was getting a series. So now that I'm talking about it, I feel a little guilty because it's not really streaming. But maybe it is. We'll see. But I mostly bookmarked it because I thought it was funny to call it the most romantic documentary. Where, like, my review of that documentary was it had zero romance, really, other than that, like, they died together. But I thought that was interesting. And they will probably make it way more romantic. I guess if you're c- trying to say it's the most romantic documentary ever, I couldn't tell you another other even close to a romantic documentary. So maybe just by default, it is the most romantic because it is about a couple. 
Can you think I I'm kind of having like a blank brain, but is there another more romantic documentary? I can only think of bad, like upsetting documentaries. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Honestly, the octopus teacher. Oh, more yeah, romantic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget that's that's your all time that that documentary always makes me think of you. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, this news is for you. Um, did you see that Damian Lewis is coming back to Billions for season seven? Oh my gosh. No, I didn't. As a regular? It doesn't say as a regular. It just says set to return to Billions after previously leaving show. So I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I'll watch it again. Interesting. Yeah, are you caught up or do you, did you not watch the last one or you just, did you decide No, as soon as they killed him off, they didn't actually kill him, but. Um, I haven't watched since. Oh, wow. Even though it has like now my favorite guy from House of Cards slash Ant-Man. Corey Stoll and girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about him. Does he maybe just not look like a Corey? Because it's so hard for does. me to remember his name. If someone doesn't yeah. look like their name to me, I can't remember what their name is. I mean, you just remembered it. So good job. I had to... I had to really memorize it. The Ant-Man thing really <laughs> Just is stuck me. in my brain now. <laughs> Seeing his little squashed head and I didn't know that that picture was him. It's so um, weird. Yeah. Very weird. Okay, well, thank you for telling me that. You're welcome. Uh, Dave is going to be returning to Hulu on April 5th. I am also very excited about that. It mostly just feels like we've been in such a lull. I'm just, like, so excited for all these new shows to be mm-hmm. starting. It's like, could you not have started them in the winter? Because Seriously, we were terrible. desperate. Yes. I was so sad. <sighs> um, I'm actually on my last one. Did you see Florence Welch, um, her tweet today of going through, it's this video of her going through all of these dresses that are very her, and then the last thing on the clothing rack is a yellow jackets uh like varsity jacket i did see this and i'm glad you're bringing it up because i didn't listen to it with sound and so i was really confused on what it was saying i was confused too because um now that you say that i actually never watched it with sound either but i saw an explanatory tweet because she's saying so happy i picked for the team this year and i was like is she playing like a character and then (laughs) the yellow jackets twitter account they quote tweeted someone who screenshot something from the Dumois reveal Moi account. What? This is chaotic. Florence and the Machine is covering a 90s smash hit song for a promo of a popular show's second season premiering in March. And Yellow Jacket's Twitter account said, tell, tell this girl she was right. <laughs> oh, so, it had a lot of layers. So I think it's just that Florence is just like doing a song cover for the show. Honestly, can't wait. Yeah, totally. But wow, I'm so excited. The video is really funny. <laughs> the video is hilarious because I can't really picture Florence wearing anything but a Lucy Lacy dress. Yeah. It is all like the exact same dress, just in different colors. Like she's so funny. funny. She really, truly is. Um, my last piece of news is just that we're getting another season of Love is Blind on March 24th. <laughs> <laughs> that is so soon. They really crank them out. 
I did see some TikToks. I never watched like their reunion thing or like follow up thing that they posted from the most previous, the most recent season. But some TikToks I saw made it look toxic as all get out and um, seeming like several of the cast members are screaming with their eyes to be freed. Yikes. That one girl, Colleen, who's with that one? Poor girl. Little rageaholic. Mm-hmm. They seem like they hate each other, apparently. Judging from TikTok. And that's all I needed to see, really. I didn't really... We already knew. Want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. All right. On to the fun stuff. Oscars. Again, so many are streaming. And so we thought it would be fun to just talk through a lot of those. But for our top three, we're going to rank our favorite top three Oscar-nominated films from this year. Uh, Jordan, what's your number three? Um, My number three, I am going to say Tar. I really enjoyed Tar. And I thought it was like funnier kind of like it's not like you're laughing out loud but there's really funny just bizarre things in that movie and Mm -hmm. I think especially because it's like it's it's wanting to be taken seriously but I think the movie is like making fun of people who want to be take be taken too seriously and Mm -hmm. everything and I just thought it was like really interesting and clever and that's my number three as Las Culturistas says it it's camp and I agree. I do think it's very camp. I think and it I think is. When you watch it with that in mind, it is just like so good. Yeah. I think that that would be my number four, actually. Okay. So it's barely off my list, but very, very, very high up there. Uh, my number three is After Sun. Uh, Paul Mescal, baby. Um, I love that movie so much and like think about it nonstop and I'm sad because it's actually one that's not streaming anywhere right now mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna I think you can rent it though from like Amazon yeah. or something right Cause I, I think so too that's one I need to rent this week for sure yeah it's really good do you think it would deserve to be nominated for best picture it's uh, a weird group of best picture nominations it's so. a really weird group so I, it's hard to say, but I mean, it's my but it's in my top three best pictures. So yeah, yeah there I you do. Go. Like it, maybe it should have taken Avatar's spot. Maybe. I think for <laughs> sure Elvis. If I were to, if I had a, anything to say about it. Oh my gosh! So <laughs> I'm just jumping ahead because I kind of want out of the ones we've seen. Have you seen every best picture nomination? I have seen every best picture nomination. I still have to watch two. But I want, so I want you to rank your, how you rank the best picture noms and I'll rank the ones okay. I have seen later. Okay. But so you're saying you think Av- you liked Avatar more than Elvis. 100%. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it so much. And actually now that I'm saying that, I don't know. I just need to really explore my, my heart. I still don't even know which ones you've all seen so far. So I'm excited to hear your list. It's gonna be fun. So fun. So fun. Okay, what's your number two? Um, my number two is everything everywhere all at once. (gasps) Wow. Okay, I'm excited to hear what your number one is. It's pretty much one and two are pretty much tied. Okay, great. Um, everywhere all at once is my number one. Um, I feel like I just couldn't not give it to you. 
that slot just because I saw it three times in the theater. Yeah. Makes sense. I talk about it nonstop, like almost daily. Yeah. I want it to win like everything it's nominated for, for sure. Good. Or else. Um, I'll hurry and say my number two then. My number two is Triangle of Sadness. I love that movie so much. I do think it um, gets a little bit long in the end. I'm excited to hear if you've watched it yet. Um, but I was just laughing and crying and almost barfing watching that movie in the theater. And I just thought it was hilarious and like one of the funniest movies I've seen in a very long time. And I loved everything about it. So there's my list. What's your number one? My number one is Marcel the Shell. <gasps> Yay! Uh, well, I can, actually, so I can't good. believe I left that off my list too. Wow. Marcel the Shell is so good. I'm so glad you saw it. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it's now streaming. Like it, they just barely added it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm so, yeah, because I swear when we were looking these up last week, whatever day I looked, it was not streaming. Yeah, it's on Showtime. Yeah. Um, I also was so pleasantly surprised. Not, I don't, I'd heard it was amazing and people were just loving it. But like, as someone who loved the YouTube videos, I was like a little worried. Is there a full length movie here? And there totally Mm -hmm. was. And it was so cute and so funny and also sad and just really sweet. Yeah, it was all the things. I loved it. Yeah. I haven't really talked to any like super young person or someone who's a lot older than me who's seen it to see if it holds up for them as someone who like didn't really participate in the YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's literally perfect. And I'm actually very sad it's not nominated for Best Picture because I think it should be. I agree. I was talking to my family about it yesterday and my sister and her husband were in college during the time. So they were like, oh, yeah, I know those videos. I love those videos. So I was like showing my mom one of the She was like, what? And so I was showing my mom the <laughs> video and she liked it. And then my little like toddler niece and nephew were like, I, we want to see like watching it. And they really liked it, too. They were like, okay. they're like, why does who is he? Why does he have those on him? <laughs> like all that stuff. And they, they really they were like. It was really cute, actually. So, And that's how you know you have a good movie that literally every single person of age can watch. I know. I want to make. I want to sit them all down and make them watch the full movie because it was great. Yeah, you should. I loved it. And it's probably the shortest film nominated for any awards. Probably, might right. Might I add. So. All right. Well, as far as Best Picture nominations go, uh... I think almost all of them are streaming. So we already talked about Everywhere All at Once. That is streaming on Showtime. Uh, the Banshees of Inisherin is streaming on HBO Max. How did you like that? I've already hyped that movie up so much. I can't believe I didn't put that on my list either. I mm-hmm. made this my list in a... I was must must have been in a crazy funky mood. What's that term? I crazy mean, I liked crazy mood? funky mood. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling funky. Um, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I really, I mean, I really liked it. I, I, it was very hyped. And I feel like out of all the best picture nominations, 
like there's just clearly ones that I was going to like kind of based on what people have said who liked them are they unique kind of things um I really liked it I think that I'm really really glad I I only knew the basic plot going in like things hadn't been spoiled for me um like how like messed up it gets kind of thing Mm -hmm. and everything um i will say that i was this was all this would always bother me but i was pmsing when i watched it and a beloved pet dying in any movie is just like it just tears me up and i just wish that it wouldn't even happen um (laughs) in real life or in movies like truly like well it's like we all know what's gonna happen in real life do we have to have it in film too <laughs> no can we just have a world where we it don't doesn't happen representation when it comes like to just pets don't dying. just don't put animals in movies ever please because <laughs> i know that the, something bad is gonna happen to them and it's upsetting um but i did appreciate how important of a plot point it was instead of just like a random side note which it usually i feel like is in movies so i did appreciate that but anyway um yeah i thought it was fascinating um study of boundaries kind of and um (laughs) yes it was also very funny seeing colin farrell be like the word i describe in my notes is so uh losery i was like (laughs) yes what a pathetic poor man like it was crazy and then it really is amazing how it becomes like dude just freaking stop like anyway it was very definitely made me think so i i did enjoy it okay good i'm glad you enjoyed it um i'm another one that's nominated that is not streaming anywhere so i'm assuming have you seen the fablemans yet um no i have not watched the fablemans yet okay i love the fablemans i thought it was great and i'm not mad it's on this list but I guess I'll get to my ranking later. <laughs> um, All Quiet on the Western Front, streaming on Netflix. I watched this this weekend. Very sad war movie. I don't know what else to say about it other than war's the worst. Totally. Um, yeah, I watched this one too. And um, yeah, war, war movies just that's like not my my cup of tea usually. Um, Mm -hmm. so when I was thinking about that, I was like, it's hard for me to compare how good a great war movie is if I don't usually watch a lot of the great ones, you know, Mm -hmm. that are like everyone's favorites. My favorite war movie I've seen is probably 1917 because it was like filmed extremely excitingly and uniquely, I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, but this one, I was like, clearly a very good movie, well-made movie, um, and I did respect, like, it's so bleak, like, it does not glorify war in any way at all. Um, it's really... There's no, like, heroes. The like, even the, no. the main characters that you know, like, they're not heroes. They don't have, mm-hmm. like, this, her any heroic moments at all. Like, they're... No, it's like, the longer you live, like, you're... The longer you live, you're actually doing more harm to yourself because you have to see more shit yeah like your lives are ruined if you die your lives are also ruined if you live basically is like the message of this movie um and i didn't know that this was a re it's like not only a remake of a of a book from like the 20s 
a German book and a remake of a movie that they made of that book. Oh, I didn't know that either. The stories were written like right after World War One, which I thought was really interesting, like as an anti-war mm. book, which I was like, OK, that that's pretty really... cool. Yeah. Doesn't mean I had a good time watching it, but I respect it basically. Same. Um, and I also really enjoyed when that one guy who's always in any German war movie showed up. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Um, okay. Top Gun. Streaming on Paramount Plus. We're both Top Gun heads. I forgot that that was streaming. Mm-hmm. Wow. Paramount Plus got it. I love Top Gun. It's great. It's great. Um, all right. Elvis. Streaming on HBO Max. Did you watch it? I did. I did watch it. Um, there were actually parts that I like was enjoying myself because it's like very, um, visually like it's just like colorful and the music was good. Austin Butler was good in it. He was good. Um, Tom Hanks ruined it for me though. Um, same horrible, just horrible. Tom Hanks and the visuals really bothered me. They were too much. It felt very chaotic to me. I know that that was like the guy who made this is like famous thing but like in Moulin yeah. Rouge like it felt like more like a fit and yeah. in this it just felt really forced and weird but yeah Tom sorry no thank you it was so bad especially like maybe if he hadn't also been the narrator then it would yeah. have driven me so crazy but I was truly like is this supposed to be a joke like I, I think it was like supposed we to be were being punked. I felt like it was supposed to be deadly serious. And I, mm-hmm. every time he talked or moved because he was in that ridiculous laughing. fat suit. I was laughing. Oh man. It was just like truly horrible. I think he might've been nominated for a Razzie. I hope. Because I think he was. That is, that is a deserved award nomination. I don't know if I would, if I would nominate this for best picture, um I was like watching it I was kind of confused a little bit by that but it does kind of seem like they included the movies that they included movies that everyone saw and I feel like pretty much everyone was yeah. talking about Elvis everyone was talking about Top Gun everyone was talking about everyone's was going to see Avatar you know like mm-hmm. so I get that those three are kind of random inclusions but I love Top Gun so it's kind of fun that like a universally enjoyed movie got nominated. Yeah. Like that's the fun about Top Gun. I think is that it's one of those like blockbuster films that is actually like was shockingly good. Like everyone who saw it was actually shocked at how good it was. Uh-huh. And um, so I'm, I'm happy that it's included, but yeah, Elvis was like, no. And Avatar is also like, it felt like they just had to include it because it took so long. Yeah. <laughs> And they just like James Cameron. They're like, oh, our buddy James got to throw yeah, him exactly. in there. Okay. Tar. I thought it was streaming on Peacock. I'm not totally sure if it still is or not. It was at one point. I know that for sure. I just can't remember if it still is. That's really annoying if they took it off like in the weeks right up before the Oscars. I know. I meant to check that. It also but... seems kind of like a bit from the movie that Lydia Tar's movie would it's oh it's streaming and it's streaming on Peacock. <laughs> yeah, it really truly is. I love it's that. It's hilarious. <sighs> um Triangle of Sadness is streaming on Hulu. Did you watch that one? I did. I watched that one last night. 
How was that watching alone and streaming? I mean, I liked it. That's probably my hardest one to place in my rankings of best picture. Um, Mm -hmm. I liked it. Um, I do think it would have been more fun watching it in the theater with other people around because it was so, things were so shocking and weird that were happening. Um, the people getting sick after the dinner went on for so long (laughs) that I was like, okay, 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 okay. I get it. I understand because <laughs> like I just threw up so recently that I was like yeah really triggered too soon but I also like appreciated the total chaos and like it was very wild also it was funny because um again happy that I went in knowing barely anything I only knew basically the trailer so it's like I kind of knew the gist of things that were going to happen but like didn't know how or when or what so same I knew nothing when I saw it and I highly recommend that people yeah. do the Go same. In blind. Yeah. Um, I will say it was very funny because a lot of things really crossed over into my survivor, uh, watches. I was like, Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that would be helpful. Yes. This, this is actually, yeah, it was, so that was kind of fun. Um, did you that. see that the lead, the actress who plays the supermodel died? yes that is so sad i really liked it's her it's so sad she I was, was like, amazing i was looking her up and was like wow who like who is she she's really good and so i was very shocked and sad yeah, it's very that. tragic yeah um all right avatar we've already talked about but is also not streaming you have to rent it um which is a shame if you if you didn't see it by now i would never watch that at home personally never but I liked it, but I, I think I liked it because I was in the theater. Only watch it in an, what D what are those big theaters? Hmm. IMAX. IMAX yeah. or nothing. <laughs> I didn't see it um, in IMAX, but I did see it in 3D, <laughs> which I loved. Once every 10 yeah. years, I'll do I loved 3D. it. It was great. Um. Okay, so did you watch Women Talking? That's the last one. That is... The, the two that I have to see are Fablemans and Women oh. Talking. Okay. I saw that it's coming to Prime this week. Shut up. That's amazing. Yes. Yay. Yes. So don't buy it. I won't. Um, I think it's supposed to be on Prime this week. Cool. Um. Okay. And then there's a bunch of other ones that are streaming, like, mm-hmm. that are not nominated for Best Picture, but Babylon is streaming on Paramount, Causeway is streaming on Apple TV Plus. I was bored in Causeway. Babylon was it was good, but it was really long. Did you watch either of those? Mm-mm, no. I was prioritizing best picture things good call. first and then but I still want to watch some of I might skip Causeway um after your scathing review. <laughs> I said it was boring. <laughs> so harsh. No, just kidding. I've heard a lot of people say it's just too boring and slow so thank you for watching yeah. it instead of me um you're welcome yeah i still want to go through the checklist but for the for today's episode i wanted to watch just like the best picture ones first good call good call okay what what's your order how would you order yours of the best picture noms i've seen mm-hmm. it's actually funny i forgot to put elvis on here <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be a live, a live ranking so my number one is everything everywhere all at once my number two is tar my number three is banshees and 
where I got hung up next is I really like think that All Quiet on the Western Front was like a very well made movie. I enjoyed yeah. watching Triangle of Sadness way more, but I think that yeah. All Quiet is like really well made. So those are kind of tied in that fourth spot for me for different reasons. Okay. Then I have Top Gun and then I have Avatar. And then Elvis, I think I, I can't really decide what I, what I enjoyed more Elvis or Avatar. I think like there were, there were better, there were more things in Elvis that I, that I liked. Like I loved the music scenes are really, really good and really fun to watch. I think Avatar as a whole, I enjoyed better though. Cause Tom Hanks was not in it. So <laughs> I think I would have to rank Elvis under Avatar. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. My list is going to be a little bit different than my previous list. Cause this is different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would do everywhere all at once, then tar, then Banshees of Isherin, then women talking. I also loved women talking, but I have some friends who have not loved it. So once you do see it, I'm very excited to hear your review. Um, Triangle of Sadness, Fablemans, then I would say Top Gun, then Avatar, then Elvis. Where's All Quiet? Oh, All Quiet, actually, I'd probably put that under Women Talking and before Triangle of Sadness. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to you'll have to send me that list once I've watched so I can compare my full ranking. Yeah. Because we're pretty, pretty close at the yeah, top. Yeah, they're pretty at least. similar. They're pretty similar. Yeah. It is a wild bunch of movies. They're all very different from each other. Just so fun. different. Yeah. Okay. Well fun. Um Who's your crush of the week? Um, let's see. I think that my crush of the week is that German guy, <laughs> that older German guy who's like kind of befriends the younger soldiers. Oh yeah, he was cute. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was really cute. And then like looking at his pictures, I was like, geez, he is hot. Like in the kind of the real world. He mm-hmm. was, he was really cute in the movie, but I really did like his character too. Like, yeah, he was great. His yeah, he was really sweet and um I had a crush on him. Good answer. I need to look them up in real life. Good luck. I didn't look them up on Knowing IMDb. what their names are because <laughs> Yeah. But that almost added to it cuz it was like it's kind of sad that you don't really get to even know their names. I mean, part of it's yeah. mostly because it's a like a foreign movie for me mm-hmm. watching it, but it added to like the bleakness of like these poor like nameless low class people that have to go I agree. fight. So, yeah. Um, I'm gonna give my crush of the week to Mark Marin. He is in To Leslie, and I watched that oh. as part of my Oscars prep. And he was great. His character was like really sweet and like really good. And I just like I miss seeing that guy on my screen. I miss him too. And I miss like um. Like cutie pie Mark Marin, yeah. Wow, I love that. I yeah, had no it was idea good to see him in that movie. It was good. I I liked it. It was really sad, but it was it was a good movie. Well, I've actually I had heard to rent it though. 
that even with all the drama, she actually is amazing in it, is from what people are she saying. She is. Like, really, the person who probably doesn't deserve Best Actress nomination is Ana de Armas, is what I've yeah. heard on the street. I, like, watching it, I was just, like, I felt bad that that even happened to her. That, like, her place there had to even be questioned because she killed it. It was yeah. amazing. Like, she's not really the one that was taking a spot away from an actress of color, which no. is actually... I mean, Ana de Armas is also an actress of color, but <laughs> yeah, it seems like Viola Davis or Daniel Deadweiler 100% should be in this list of five. Just yeah. do, or just do like six or seven. Like, why do you I, even Why have does it to? have to be so oh, little? It's so dumb. It makes no sense. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll see who wins this weekend. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, thank you for listening. Happy Oscars watching. Bye. Bye.